Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All righty. Today is uh, another session with me and Easy E, Eric the Man. And uh, this is uh, Thursday, uh, June 21st, the first day of summer for 2018. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, right? So it's uh, 4.30 p.m., a couple minutes after or whatever. And uh, I don't know if this is uh, session uh, 30 or 120, but, you know, it's another one of our sessions. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, so I'm sure you've got a lot of stuff to talk about. I got a lot of stuff to ask if you don't. And, um, right. well, let's uh, see what's going on, man. Anything you want to say before I start asking you some questions? Like yeah, I guess can... there is. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do I want to say? Just, uh, Wow, where do I start? So I sent Charlotte a text message the other day. Yeah. Asking her, well, I got some clarity around what I wanted as far as uh, getting some experience with getting laid. Yeah. And I sent Charlotte a request to talk about it with her. Okay. And... I tried to put it in her language, TMLP language of accept, decline, and counteroffer. Yes. And she hasn't responded yet. Okay. So I guess there's a fourth option, ignore. Uh, I suppose, but that's not <laughs> normally, that's not part of the coaching, I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's out there. And like you said, I you said something about don't, don't keep chasing after her as if she's the only one. Right. So I've been thinking about that and she's not the only one, but she's still, she's still an option. Yeah. Put it that way. So follow any lead that's out there, but not, don't be attached to that lead. Right. Right. So, so it's, I'm thinking don't give up entirely, but don't be attached. Yeah. So there's that. Good. And that's, and that's actually progress, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Right. I don't know if she's ever, ever going to respond or not. Yeah. So then the other thing I was thinking was uh, there's always another one. Yes. I've been keeping that thought in mind for the past Thank you. too. Oh my. oh my God! Yeah. And yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Here, keep going. Well, no, go ahead. What you were gonna say? I was gonna say, um, in addition to that thought, you could you could add. Well, I can't get anybody, but I can get many bodies. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, like not everybody's going to be available for you, but you know, there are definitely some that are down with Easy E. So, All right, keep, yeah, go ahead, keep going. Um, two women swiped right on me on Bumble. Nice. One was a dog. <laughs> and the other one, I wasn't sure, and I didn't swipe back. Okay. And then on Tinder, not Tinder, not Tinder, uh, eHarmony. Okay. There was one that favorited me, but she's yep. a dog. But then there's okay. this other woman who sent me a smile. Yeah. And me and her have been sending questions back and forth. Okay. Where'd she live? Horsham, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Which is not too far. Right. Um, so one of the last questions she sent me was, what do you think about long-distance relationships? Okay. And I, I think I did a custom reply saying it's not to... So in eHarmony, they have preset list of preset questions you can pick from that you can send and preset right. answers or you can custom, write a custom answer. So I wrote back something like uh, um, it, it doesn't work in the long term, maybe in the short term but it also depends on what you consider long distance. Because right. I don't know if Horsham is all that would be considered long distance or not. Right. To me it's not that far but her, I don't know. Yeah. How long is it? An hour, hour and a half? No, no, no. More like 30 to 45 minutes. Oh, man. That ain't no long distance. New York. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In New York, that's just, that's just travel time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, man. Jeez. So, I don't know why she sent that question. Well, and, maybe she travels around or something. You know, you never know. Well, the other thing is, I sent her a question, what do you think about traveling? And she said said something like, she just does day trips here and there. Yeah. All right. So I didn't get the idea that she traveled. Maybe she doesn't like traveling. I don't know. Hmm. So, well, travel, travel is an aspect of adventure, a life of adventure. You know? Exactly. And I'm all about travel, especially this year. Yeah. So... That's going on, and I think uh, last night she sent questions that I answered, and I haven't sent any back yet. Yeah. But I'm not sure where to go from here. Hmm. And it seems like I had a lot more to, I could ask her outside of the confines of the structure of the eHarmony site. Yeah, okay. So you could ask her, like, uh, what kind of coffee do you like? <laughs> <laughs> And then yeah. she tells you, hey, let's go have some together. Yeah. I was considering saying something like, there's a lot more questions I could ask. Why don't we get together this weekend for lunch or something? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could do that. You could tell a, yeah. you could tell a joke. Mm. Uh, yeah. So she knows you got a sense of humor? No, yeah. And, 
If it's really good, she won't forget it. Yeah. And, um, well, let me see. See, I don't, yeah, I don't like, I don't, I don't have jokes that are just standalone jokes. What do you mean by that? Like just a story to tell that's a joke. Oh, so you should, you know, what I do is on my phone, I have a list of jokes. Because I never know what I need to tell one, you know? Yeah. Well, to me, a joke should be, something funny should be in the context of the discussion we had been having. Well, that's also true, which is another reason why you would want to have a list of jokes, because when you hear something that pops up that reminds you of a joke in your joke list, you use the joke. Yeah. Yeah. But see, we haven't really had conversation yet to be able to build off of that, build a joke off of that yet. Yeah. If we just no, no, I, I, question. No, I, yeah. no, I get it. I'm just saying you're preparing, you know? Yeah, okay. You know, preparation, first section of the nine steps of dating, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is another thing. You might want to start reviewing that, even if you want to call me and ask me some questions about it offline, you know? Right. Because that will make you better at dating. So, for example, if you had been paying attention to the nine steps of dating, then, you know, you could have talked to me about Char inside of all of that. Because mm. you, you could see where your weaknesses are, and you, we could work on enhancing those weaknesses, you know? Yeah. Because asking for the clothes, Closing, you, you're obviously not very good at. <laughs> and yeah, in overcoming objections, if you don't even want to hear the objections, never mind try to overcome them. Yeah. You know, and then you're worried about how you're presenting yourself. But you feel comfortable, you know, getting related. Mm. You know, yeah. You know, you're also not comfortable starting conversations. You're willing to now. As you know, you won't die, I suppose. But uh, other than yeah. that, <laughs> but you know, you're not comfortable with it, but you're willing to, you know. So yeah, um, yeah. You know, uh, so you know, if I look at the the nine steps of dating, you probably feel comfortable with like two or three, and the other yeah. other the other six are like, oh my god, you know. Yeah. So getting related. Um, yeah, getting related, you feel kind of comfortable. You'll do it, but I mean, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. That's probably all. That's probably the one you feel most comfortable with. Just, just holding. Yeah, I would think so. So, yeah. Know, see, with Char, I, I, with Char, I thought she was interesting because she kept seeking me out. She the is. Weekend. She is. But 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 as waiting. as what though. She's waiting for you to step up. She sees your potential, but she's not going to make you do nothing. Yeah, but is she interested just as being a friend or something more? Well, she's waiting for you to give her a reason to be something more. She, yeah, she's I don't a, know. She's a great trainer for you. Here's mm-hmm. why. She's trying to get you to step up and be the kind of guy that would make her attracted to you. So she's great practice, 
Yeah. But I hate to say it. I'm, I really don't want to say this, but I'm just going to say it so I can be straight. <laughs> She's not your type and you're not her type. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So trying to continue in that, that vein doesn't make any sense. But she's great for your training and development in this area mm-hmm. because she's willing to. Right. You know, so, like, that's a benefit to you. Yeah. But she's not the one. And you're probably never going to get laid with her either. Yeah. But, but she's, she will give you what other women want, which is, what you need to do, when, how, and why, because she's going to be straight with you about what you're not doing. Right. Well, part of me feels like, though, if she's not the one, then why should I even bother talking to her at all anymore? Well, you don't have to. You probably shouldn't. I don't know. I mean, you can be friends. You see each other in the weekends, but, you know, other than that, But she certainly has the capacity to help you see what you can do and how you can improve with dealing with women. Mm. Because most women are not going to do that. She's right. actually a pretty good. She's actually a pretty good coach. I was actually impressed by that. You know? Yeah. But I also want you to know something else. See, when you have a meeting of the minds, yeah. like I was having with her. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a meeting of the minds. She just was like, we figured out how to interact with each other. Right. In service of you, you know, and then she was shocked that that she actually liked me, like you know, not that kind of way, but you know, yeah, yeah, and she yeah. actually liked me after she mentally and emotionally threw me away, right? Like, wow, right? Man, <laughs> so, um, but what was also happening was we were learning each other in that moment. So, right. I'm bringing this up because that was also coaching for you. But I don't think you could see that because you were too busy where you were at, which I could completely yeah. understand. Yeah. But when you're on the same page with somebody, that's how it looked like me and her. That's how it looked. Mm. Yeah. So, so there was multi levels of training and development in that in that night, bro. You know, she told me afterwards, uh, the next day or something, that she thinks that I make others do the work for me. Ooh. And I don't know if I quite see that. Well, she's got a point. It's not 100% like that, but maybe 20 to 30% like that because you don't want to make a mistake. You don't want to get in trouble. You don't want to be wrong. You don't want to fail. So you want other people to cover for you or you wait until it's safe. It's not that you're waiting for people to cover for you. You're waiting for to be safe. And in the meantime, people are like, I ain't got time to worry about that, man. Let me go. And then you could feel safe later. Oh, well, we got enough progress. I can see that it won't, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so yeah. now how the world, I know I said this to you before, at least I believe I said this to you before, is that the world thinks that leadership is bossship being a mm-hmm. boss, telling people what to do, how to do it. But real leadership is service. Yeah. 
Like people understand that, you know, like mom and dad serve the kids. Mom and dad may boss the kids around, but the real purpose of mom and dad is to serve the kids so they can have a great life and so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the reason why everybody's looking for you to be the leader, looking for you to lead. Because they know you're never going to be the bossy boss guy. You're always going to be the guy in service, but you know what you're doing. So they're willing to follow you. They're willing to listen to you. Mm. Because they, uh, they, smell that, they smell that if you're going to be the leader, you're going to be the best leader. You're going to be the leader as, as, as true to the design of leadership. Mm. They will follow what you say because they trust that you have their best interests in heart. Yeah. It's an acknowledgement of your capacity to fulfill on what everyone needs and wants. They trust you to be doing it better than they could. Yeah. And you can't hear it because you're over there trying to keep from getting in trouble. <laughs> but you're going to keep hearing people say, you should, lead, you should lead this, you should be in charge of this until you die because God ain't going to stop you. Now, you, you, you may or may not remember me ever saying this, but growth is mandatory, speed is optional, my brother. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think I heard that one before. Yeah. Growth is mandatory. You never, the, the universe never stops trying to give you lessons. Speed, though, is optional. Mm. You do it fast or slow, but he's, he's still going to be doing it regardless. Yeah. So you're not getting the hint called be a leader. Take charge. Yeah. See, there are, so, people that take, there are people that take charge. Everybody's scared of them. Like, oh, man, I don't know. But because they're so good at taking charge, they say, all right, fine, whatever. Hmm. But they don't necessarily believe they're going to be the best person in charge. So what are you going to say? Um, that uh, I shared about taking charge with uh, someone at the center the other day. Yeah. And he said, well, what's the possibility that you're creating around that? Ooh. I hadn't thought of that. But uh, I came up with it being bold. Okay. Does that inspire you? Yeah, because now it makes sense because it fits in with taking charge. Yeah. I mean, we talked about being bold before, but it never really clicked as yeah. much, well. Because now it kind of, it's it's a puzzle piece that fits in the larger puzzle now. Right. So uh, I got that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anything else about that? We'll leave it right there for now, unless you got something else, you know. Uh, not about that, but about taking charge. An example that happened Tuesday night or Monday Go night. Go for it. It's just a small thing, but so I was in the seminar Monday night, and uh, we have our group. Get, the groups get together at the end of the seminar. Yep. And uh, so our group of five, we were over by the side and there was no chairs there and this one woman Polina is saying are we going to have chairs shouldn't we have chairs and people are saying oh well, the chairs are all over there and this and that and so I said well here let's just grab these chairs from here because there's a stack of chairs by the wall so I started grabbing chairs out yeah instead of staying there waiting for someone else to decide what to do right and then Polina was like oh thank you Mr. Eric 
Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to go, bro. Yeah. You take charge, and everybody's like, oh, my God. See, because yeah. nobody's really feeling safe, and they can see your commitment to everyone doing well. Like, they can see your love, your commitment, your care. Mm. You know, they can see you want things to work right. Yeah. So they trust you. They would never worry. They, they would. They could see if you don't do it well. If you're not good at it or if you messed up, they could see that, but they will never get but so upset behind that. Do you know why? Hmm. Why? Because they trust your intention, which is even more uh, important. More important than the fact that you messed up or not. Hmm. And you're going to be easy to interact with, and they know that already. Yeah. So, you know, so you all there is for you to do is to continue to expand your capacity to take charge and to improve your capacity to be effective when you take charge. But focusing on making mistakes is uh, the speed is optional part. Right. <laughs> now, see, in that situation, though, I didn't have any fear of making mistakes. I got it. And when you don't have any fear of making mistakes, it's 99% of the time. Okay, maybe 90. But it's going to go like that. Yeah. See, thanks, Eric. See, you're like, you're like a Martin Luther King in charge. You're not... Really? You're not Putin in charge, you know? Yeah. So... When I discovered my leadership style, I was between being on a men's group and being a landmark. Mm. And um, two things came up for me. So the first one was I was um, being a trainer in this program. Um, hang on a second. Let me just tell this young lady. I'll call her back. Hold on. All right. All right, I'm back. All right. So, so um, what was I at? Um, oh, yes, I was um, in this training program called um, Legacy Discovery. It's a men's retreat, two and a half days. And um, they talk about the four male archetypes, king, magician, warrior, lover. I know I brought that up to you at least, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was the uh, the leader of the King team, the King archetype team. And uh, I supported all of us in, you know, I caused us all to identify our ideal King, the King that's like in us. And one guy was like the integrity King. And um, another guy was the service King, um, uh, 
the context king, actually. Another one was the get it done king. Another one was the details king. I called him Dougie Details. <laughs> he was all over all of the damn details. And then um, he had a, had an empowering guy. He would walk around and he would make sure that people were empowered. So he would always give them examples of how it could be worse. And they'd be like, oh, man, wow, okay. Another one was like, yo, man, you can do it, man. Come on, man, let's go. Another one was integrity. Like, yo, man, you are not keeping your word. What's up with that? Right? Yeah. So I was, I was, the, I was the, the Burger King. So you remember, you remember the Burger King commercials where you know Burger King got this big old fat head with a smile and a crown, right? Yep. Yeah. So I was the Burger King. So there was this commercial that inspired me to jump in. So you probably, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure you saw this commercial. I don't know anybody in America that did not see this commercial. So it's a, so it was one commercial, one Burger King commercial where you don't know it's a Burger King commercial for about five seconds. So this, mm. this, the, the screen comes on, the commercial comes on, this guy is laying in the bed, and all of a sudden he, he wakes up and he looks up into the camera as if he's looking at something. And then the next thing you see is, the next scene immediately is you see the Burger King standing yeah. up smiling, right, smiling, shaking his head. And then the guy yep. sits up, right? Remember, remember the guy sits up and he's like yeah. looking at him. He's got that, what the fuck are you talking about look? Right? <laughs> yeah. look right? yep. And the Burger King smiles. And then he hands him the burger, right? Yeah. And then the guy looks at him, looks at the burger, he snaps at the burger, like, what the fuck are you giving me this burger for, right? <laughs> but, he, but he bites the burger, right? And then, and he's kind of, he bites the burger, he likes the burger, and he's trying to stay as mad as he was before, but the burger tastes too good, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then a couple of days, the next scene, he's jumping up and down on his bed, eating the burger, high-fiving the king, right? The Burger King, right? And then as the commercial yeah. says, have it your way, right? Yeah. You know what you taught me? Mm. That, that when you're the king, you're in charge, and you're taking care of everybody, you could be there all you freaking want. They will let you be the king forever. But when you are there for your purposes, and then they think you ain't there for them, they want to hurry up and get rid of you. They want to rebel against you, all that stuff. So I decided I was going to be the Burger King. I was going to make sure I take care of everybody out as a service king. Yeah. I loved that. Oh, my God. And I was on TMLP around the same time. So what I, the other part about my leadership style I discovered is that um, I, my best leadership style is to empower people and to educate them so that they could do what they need to do. Oh, and also identify, help them identify their best skill set. That's, that's what I do. Help you identify your best skill set, help you see where you can put your skill set at, empower you, right, have you have coming from an empowering context, educate you so you can do the job. But if I really empower you really great, I need to just step aside, get out the way, because otherwise you're going to run me over on the way to doing what you're doing. And I discovered that that's my leadership style. That's the best way for me to lead. Anything else is a little bit less than I start turning into either a micromanager or, you know, I start, uh, you know, shut people, shut people down or whatever. So yeah. I found out that that's what works best for Tony. But so you need to find out what works best for you as a leader. So what's um, the difference between the Burger King and the Service King? Well, um, not a whole lot. It's just that I knew better about my skill set about being the Burger King, about being a king of service. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know that um, from. Uh, 
I think it was uh, John C. Maxwell. He's a leadership guru expert. Uh, he talks about um, the best leaders do two things. One, they um, create the most leaders rather than have the most followers. Uh, one, and you know that's what, they, what they're doing is they're empowering people, right? And then the second thing is that managers know how to get things done. Leaders know how to create and escalate and maintain momentum. Mm. And with a with enough momentum, problems solve themselves. Yeah. So, with enough momentum, things happen, and people go out of their way to figure out how to solve stuff because they're so motivated to to do it. And problems start solving themselves. With enough momentum, for example, in politics, businesses start saying, "I'm not going with that pot, that rule, that uh, law that you just got put in." So I'm taking my money away. I'm getting out of this state. And then enough of them say that. And the politician be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, hold on a minute. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, we, I mean, I'm not sorry, but like, we, we, you must have heard us wrong. Let me say it differently. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that what happened with Pence in Indiana about the, uh, about the, uh, um, you know, the gay lesbian law or something like that? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, there was a time, I'm pretty sure it was Indiana, where they had done a, a, a something against a marriage act, and um, uh, like three country, three company, three major companies, uh, not including, and, and, and also the NCAA tournament, basketball, football tournament. Um, oh, yeah. In, in three states and in, in, in three or four cities said, we are boycotting Indiana. And Indiana's like, yeah. oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, you didn't understand us. Let's, let me just, we'll say it differently now. And Because <laughs> 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 the momentum solved the problem itself. Yeah. Right? So same thing's yeah. happening with the with the immigration issue, with the you know, yeah. separating the children from their parents. I was right. just thinking that, yeah. Yeah, all the airlines are like, nope, you're not using us to do that. Sorry, <laughs> it's too much pressure or from the money guys. And I'm just using that as an example because it happens in business cultures and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, so uh, Martin Luther King with his stuff, you know. So the thing is this: when you're in charge, another great thing is you get life to go your way. Yeah. Right, you know, you're in charge of your house, right? So you make up your bed the way you want to make it up. You put the right towels in the in the bathroom the way you want. You know, you put your clothes on, buy the food you want. Like it's all what you want when you are in right. Charge. And 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 like in a group setting, where you're all trying to figure out what to do. You take well, charge, then it goes the way you want it. Then it can go right. the way you want it to go. Exactly. What you want to do. Exactly. Right. Hello. So, yeah, see, in a group situation like that, where we're all trying to decide what to do, I'm worried about making sure – I don't want to suggest something that someone else wouldn't like. Well, then give them an option. Ask right, I want to make sure everyone's option. happy, but so yeah. I don't take charge because I don't want to be able – I don't want to make a mistake and have someone upset about what we're, where the direction we're going. No, so then you you take their their difference of opinion and you add it to yours or you support theirs, but like so. But see, like two things. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. 
that night when we were going with Charles on Saturday night. Yeah. Like, I wasn't taking charge because she wanted margaritas. Well, I didn't want to look for a place and then find out I didn't have margaritas that she wanted. So I was right. waiting for her to find a place that has what she wants. Yeah, that's not how it works with women. And then the place we ended up going didn't have the margaritas. So right. I was but, a little upset that she didn't get what she wanted. But she didn't seem upset about it. Yeah. See, you're allowed to make mistakes. Yeah. You're going to, so you might as well figure out how to resolve mistakes rather than try to avoid them. Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm just worried about making sh- too worried about everyone actually getting what they yeah. want, and there and them being not be and then not having them be upset that they didn't get it. Growth is mandatory. Speed is optional. So I guess that goes back to the whole thing of do you like me then? Because I'm afraid they won't like me if. Uh... Right. So I better not take charge. Yeah. We'll see. Man, it's all wrapped up together. We'll with the right context, do you like me won't matter much. Mm-hmm. You know why? Why? Because if you focus it on them rather than you, you won't remember, do you like me? Yeah. You know, the, the Burger King gave that guy the, the burger for the kid, not for him. He didn't get no money from the from the kid when he was jumping on the bed, high-fiving the Burger King. Mm-hmm. He just was making the Burger King happy. Or, I mean, excuse me. The Burger King was making him happy. Was made the Burger King happy. Yeah. If you're doing it purely for the purposes of doing it, then you won't think about you. Yeah. You'll have your best interest in life. Right. Right. So... So I want to continue this conversation, but I'm going to let this sink in. I'm also going to tell you to reread. I'm also going to tell you to reread my ebook, uh, What Women Want for Men But Can't Tell Them, the book on boldness. Mm. Reread yeah. that. All right. All right, because this is a short notebook. You know, you could, yeah, because I got definitions in there. I, I'm going to tell you, I'm reading, I'm rereading Conversation with God, book one. Last time I read that was before 2007, bro, telling me. And I'm wow. reading it for the first time, and I'm like, in a long time, and I'm like, wow. This yeah. stuff was in here. I already knew this, and now I'm learning it again. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Not like that. So, so oh, the thing yeah. that I was okay. – so, anything else you want to say about any of that before I move on? Because I got a topic I want to talk about. No, I think that's all good. Yeah, that covered a lot, though. That was That was good. That was good. Yeah. All right. Um, by the way, when is your next uh, Wisdom Weekend? July 13th, 14th, I think. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we definitely got to hang out, bro. Um, yeah. I don't know if we should hang out with Shaw, but we definitely need to do something. But that I'd, was super yeah, I'd, powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that was, I'd like to hang out with her one night. I don't know which one. Yeah, yeah. No, not not like we did before. Did right. that, you know, do that different. We'll do that different. Yeah. So, um, here's what I wanted to talk about. Your your mm-hmm. uh, assignment that you wrote, you sent me. Yeah. 
So you started to get kind of deep toward the end, started to. I'm not saying you got deep at the end. I'm saying you started to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, I want to go in a different direction slightly. Mm. Um, how about, can you pull it up and read it or not really? No, nah, I'm driving right now. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. All right, so um, you talked about what you thought about you wanted to be when you was a kid. Then you talked about, you know, some other stuff, and then you talked about, you know, you started to get a little deep at the end. And um, what I want to know is you're on your deathbed, right? You got a week to live, and you're looking back on your life. What are you most proud of? Wow. That I won the game. And what was the game? To do all those things that I had listed. Okay. My family and, and uh, grandkids. Yeah. Job and a wife and a car and a house and all that stuff. But I did okay. what I wanted to do. Did I... That I had that I accomplished all the goals that I had. Okay. Okay, got it. So <clears throat> uh, I gotta ask you a different question. Well Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I would be proud that I was able to accomplish the things that were the toughest, I guess. Which is? Well, finding a wife and starting a family. That's the toughest one okay now is but, that that may be the toughest game but is that the biggest game you would be you want to play biggest game i don't know what other game is there i don't know create lasting world peace fix the planet's uh economic system uh, I don't know. Uh, change, you know. Uh, figure out how to uh, control the weather. <laughs> you know, create a new style of internet that nobody ever thought of before. I don't know. I mean, you know, like you know, redesign human beings, create a new race of species or something. I mean, you know, this big games, bro. There are. I'm new... not interested in any of those big games. Well, I only brought them up so that I could help you look at what's the biggest game you want to play. Like, so when I was on team one, quarter three, June 2007, first classroom, classroom leader asked this question. And the question was, what was the sacred oath you made with yourself before you was born? And what are you doing about it? When I heard it, I cried because I both knew what it was and I knew I wasn't doing shit about it. And I want to emphasize that I wasn't doing shit about it. Yeah. And so I'm looking to help you get there to see what that is for you. And if it's just to have a family and to be content, settled, and to, you know, have a exciting, adventurous life, then that's fine. But I want you to be clear about it. That's that's it, because that's what I've dreamed about ever since I was young. But your 
I'm not going to say not young, but you're not a kid anymore. So I want to make sure that what it is, because when I was a kid, I didn't think that myself, you know, like what I know now about what I, I was born was no, was nowhere on my radar back then. So I just want you to be clear about this so that you're stepping in and you're living for the purposes of fulfilling that life from now to the end of time. Mm. Like, you know who you are is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like I'm, This question is about you getting clear on who you are and why you're here more than anything. I don't care yeah. what it is. I just want you to know what it is and be clear about right. it. And like, and, and, and that you're only doing that thing. See, I hear other people talking around, other people at Landmark, I guess, talking about how they want to help kids or help these other people or help all these, I don't know. Well, and that's like, because, yeah, I'll tell you why you hear that. But you know what? Let me hear you say your thing first. Sorry, now I want to talk over. Good. Yeah, it's just those things don't call to me. It's like, oh, yeah, that's nice, but that's not what I'm interested in. Yeah. And I'm afraid I'm too selfish because I'm not interested in that. And I'm only interested in creating my own family for myself. Yeah. Like, I, you saw The Matrix? Of course. Movies? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, love it. So... How Neo was supposed to have a love for humanity that was going to, he would sacrifice himself to save humanity. But instead, Neo, Neo's love was all focused on this one woman instead of yeah. all of humanity. And that's how I feel that my love is going to be focused all on one woman. So, you have redefined our coaching agreement. Really? Yeah. Because I was trying to help you do something that really wasn't trying to help, that really wasn't helping you the way you wanted it helped. Yeah. Because, you know, I was, I was focusing on helping you become successful at dating, which you still want to be able to do. And? What I'm, yeah, and? I feel like I have to sow my wild oats before I get to that one person. Got it. That's the that's the second redefinition because I didn't. I got that. Yeah, and, and I wasn't what? clear about that until recently. I get it. Matter of fact, like we had to go through all we had to go through to get where we at now. It's almost yeah. like we're starting all over again, <laughs> but like, but, but like starting for real this time. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was thinking when we were sitting in that bar, me, you, and Charles, you know? Yeah. Like, like this is redefining everything. Like, this is the stuff coming out of the woodwork. This is all the stuff that you wasn't saying, and I didn't know to ask. And like, I wasn't even clear on myself. I got it. I got it. Yeah. And I don't know any relationship coaching program or any relationship workshop or anything like that would have helped you get to this point, bro. You really mm. needed to go all the way in, man, because you know, you was hiding from yourself, you was hiding it from other people. Yeah. And uh you was too busy in the world of worry to even be conscious is what I'm hearing right now, you know? Yeah. If yeah. me if me this is a great I I'm willing to talk to you a couple of times a week right this minute, man, because 
you know, you're we're, we're finally getting somewhere, like real, really somewhere, not just informed, you know? Right. So, yeah, man. You know, it sounds like you want to be with the woman of your, with the partner of your dreams and a relationship of your dreams. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And exactly. Yeah. And um, you know, we did we did happily ever after early on, right? Did we do that? Yeah. We did some of it, I think. Okay. So um, you remember that there's like these five highest aspirations for being in a relationship, right? There's there's uh, making a difference. There's adventure. There's contentment. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. You want somebody who's adventurous. So now let me tell you something about Landmark. You ready? Yeah. The most most of the people who were Landmark, their life purpose and their purpose for being in a relationship is mm. about is about making a difference. People who don't care about making a difference can't hang out at Landmark for very long. Yeah. So for your life, you might want to make a difference, but for your relationship, you want adventure. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. So um, that's a problem when they keep saying, "Oh, you know, you, it doesn't it doesn't call you because that may be your life purpose, but that's not your relationship purpose." And also making a difference, I put in the context of adventure. Yes, yeah, I can. So if, I can totally get that. Making a difference is an adventure for you. And if it's something I've done before, it's not yeah. as an adventure as it used to be. If it's something I new that I haven't tried before. Yep. Yeah. Totally got it. I get it. Makes perfect sense. It's, it's perfectly <laughs> harmonious sense-wise. Yeah. Wow. Okay. See, this is progress, my brother. <laughs> yeah, man. So now it makes more sense to to do that. So I don't know what, say, for example, Charles, Charles, um, purpose for being in a relationship is I haven't talked to her about it. I mean, for her to be, I'm going to say it's probably both her life purpose and her purpose for being in a relationship is, uh, is making a difference. Hmm. But I don't know, you know, I won't know until I talk to her, right. You know, get in and if and when I ever will be, but, um, you know, what I will say is you want to be clear about that. Right. With whoever you're dealing with. So maybe when you're on, you know, uh, eHarmony or Tinder or whatever, coffee meets bagel, whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, one of, the que- one of the questions you want to go in once it's time to start having a real conversation is what does adventure mean to you? Oh, yeah. Right, have yeah, conversation. See, this yeah. this yeah. girl that contacted me, I don't get a sense of adventure with her yet. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. So if you're not with somebody who's adventurous and who's empower who's going to empower you, because you definitely could use somebody that's going to stand by you and cheer for you as a man. Yeah. And that's women's greatest gift to us anyhow. Mm. You know, because they can't see us as we really are. They can only see us as way better than we really are or really worse than we really are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it's a great thing because 
when they can see us much better than we really are, then we have a tendency to raise ourselves up to their expectations and their, their vision of us. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. So. All right, so, uh, what are you getting out of this uh, conversation? Well, I was just thinking that sense of adventure also applies to what I talked about in my email about having the kids go on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, lot easier to, it's a lot easier to get what you want when you're clear on what the hell it is. <laughs> than yeah. <what> it is. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm not going to do this now, but I know I talked to you a little bit about like different personality types. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going to have to have a conversation about that because uh, yeah, I think there's really only one personality type that really works for you specifically. Best. Oh. Which one's so, that? Um, it's called, the name of the personality type is known as a side. S-I-R-E-N. They're very um, empowering, very enthusiastic. They come from a positive mental attitude, you know, and they know how to make things work. They're just visionaries rather than doers. We'll we'll talk more about that, um, you know, next next session because I know you got to go walking, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the center. Yeah, uh, that's what I figured. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I want you to be able to recognize them when you see them because you can, when you know the different personality types, you can recognize their um, who they are by their facial expressions and their body language and their eye movements. Believe it or not, if physically they tell on themselves. And uh, I'll give you a shot at like uh, where to go with that. So, but. Uh, yeah, I think that uh your uh your type is um uh, I I'm, I'm going to talk about it and you you know let me know how that goes. We'll talk about it in the next session. Uh right. but uh I'm I'm really glad that we are getting some clarity now and you know, yeah. I, I God bless Charles Charles for uh for for being the cause of it. Cuz that is yeah. the cause of it. Uh, for her it's like she wants you to have a great life regardless of whether it's with her or not which is the beauty of her whole way of being with you, you know? Yeah. And she's not your type in your mind anyhow, but she's, like, pretty good, and you like the fact that she's a yes to you, you know? Yeah. But that's not a good enough reason to be chasing her, bro. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, all right, what else you taking away from this call, bro? Well, I finally got to tell about Matrix. Ah. <laughs> All right. I was hoping you were going to say something up. Yeah, good, good. I've thought about that for a long time. I just never really expressed it to anyone. Hmm. I love The Matrix. One of my favorite movies, man, especially the first one. Yeah, I saw that one twice. In the theater. Yeah, I saw it about. I don't so know. Good. I, don't I think the, tie, the, the guy that wrote it Say it again. The guys that wrote that movie did Landmark. Yes. 
Yeah, my one of my favorite man. I I've seen this movie at least seven times, bro. For real. Yeah. One of my favorite one of my favorite scenes is when Morpheus is talking to Neo before he takes the pill. Mm-hmm. And then Morpheus, as Neo says something, and then Morpheus walks over to him and he says, "I know exactly what you mean." Yeah. <laughs> it's like it took him a month to finish it, man. <laughs> But I like I spoke got it at the same time when I'm talking to people over coaching the class. I'm listening yeah. to them and I'm like exactly <laughs> what you need. <laughs> <laughs> oh he says uh he says something else about um how come uh, my eyes hurt? And then he says, because you never used them before. I was like, what kind of <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, I was like, wow, so many things, man. And uh, saying, so yeah, yeah, I love, I love, I love the uh, the first two movies. I don't remember much about the third one, but I, I definitely saw yeah. the first two. Movies, so it was freaking awesome. But uh, yep. yeah, so okay, so uh, what I want you to really take away from this call is leadership, taking charge, bro, for real. You know, like, oh, yeah. think about what would if you was in charge. And you have full permission to be in charge. How would you be? What do you think would work? You know, what has worked in the past? Like, really think about that because people trust you more, a lot more, almost infinitely more than you trust yourself. In any specific area or just in general? In general, as a leader. You're not going to be a leader in every area. I'm a leader Mm -hmm. as a coach. I am not a leader in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I am not a leader in the gym. I actually could be. You know, I actually have enough commitment that once I start working out, I'll be a beast. I, I remember when I was a kid, man, I used to ride my bike from Jersey City to New York, you know, through the pass train, but I, would, I, I never, I didn't take no buses. I only took a train because I had, to, I couldn't get across the, the river any other way, right? But I'd ride my bike all day long, ride my bike to work, and then I'd ride my bike to the gym. Then I'd work out at the gym a couple of hours. Be on the stairmaster for like a half hour, full speed. Didn't even think about it, man. I'm listening to Madonna while I'm walking on the damn thing, and then I would finish, take a shower, get on my bike, and then go ride to the basketball court and then play basketball for two hours, and then go home. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I know how I, I could do that. I'm not, I'm not committed to it. It's not like a motivating thing, but like I know the areas where I'm strong and where I'm not. And in the areas I'm strong, I'll either be a leader or teammate. Or a follower as leadership. Like, I'll oh, follow okay. the leader. I'll follow the leader in service of the leader. And, you know, to help make the leader better, because my commitment is to lead people better than I found out. Yeah, okay. Right? So you want to, like, look at what would be your motivation for leadership, like why, how it would look, you know, just, like, be in the inquiry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're you're a man of service, so leadership yeah. is natural for you. And even <laughs> if you go, sorry, go ahead. I would never thought that, but I guess so. Yeah, because everybody trusted you're going to take care of them. So why would they not want you to be the leader? And you're yeah. capable. Yeah. You know they can see your effectiveness. They can see your skill level. Hmm. 
So if all you do is lead people in helping them get things done, that's magnificent. That's a high, high priority, high return on investment skill set, bro. Getting things done, accomplishing stuff, please. Wow. You know, at, at a certain level, it's project management. But at another level, it's like creating, sustaining. It's a life-enhancing skill set, bro. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, with that, I need to get into my assisting agreement. Yeah. You should go ahead because uh, it's time for me to go take a shower and get the heck out of here. Too. Yeah. Peace and hands, right. my brother. This has been awesome. Right. We'll see you soon. Yep. Uh, yep. See ya. Later. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.